This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode number 158. Hello and welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, the show where I talk to today's entrepreneurs, give you some marketing advice, and we kind of help you figure out what's working today with digital marketing, you know, whether that be Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, email, whatever's working today that can help you grow your business. We're going to try to bring on some experts and give you some advice to help you move along the path of growing your business digitally. Uh, We do talk a little bit of offline marketing too, but for the most part, we talk digital marketing. So today's podcast episode uh, brings came about from questions that I get asked all the time, whether that be from listeners of the show or responses to our weekly email newsletter or from clients that we have or work with on a weekly basis. It's, it's content ideas. Bruce, you know, I do a great job for two weeks or I have a couple ideas, but then I kind of draw a blank. I don't know what to write or what to post or what to say in my email. So I'm going to give you 10 content ideas that is going to help you Moving forward, and these are content ideas that each one of these 10 is about 10 different ideas in and of itself. So you can take one of the 10 and get 10 more ideas from that one idea. So I'm going to give you about 100 different – no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to give you 10 different content ideas that you can use in your email, on Facebook, on Instagram, Snapchat, wherever you're using your digital footprint. These are going to be some great tool, not tools, but uh, ideas for you to think about and use moving forward. So let's get into that. But before I get into that, I just want to say thanks to Susan at Our Town. If you're looking for ways to grow your business offline, you know, direct mail can be expensive. So you want to get really targeted with your direct mail. And Susan helps you by finding targeted people who moved into your area recently, sending them a package with your branding on it. She works with you on that. And what it does is it finds people who just moved into your area, zip code exclusive, and sends them a package, whether that be an offer or some sort of something from you to get them to come visit you. They get it. They visit you. They don't know what's in the area. So they find this package at their doorstep or in the mail. Uh, They come visit you. You do a good job and you get a repeat customer who otherwise may not have found you right away. If you want some more information on that, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash our town, or you can email Susan direct at Susan at our All right. So let's get into today's podcast episode, 10 content ideas that you can use in your marketing, whether that be on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can use all of these on all different ones. And what I suggest you do is take the longer pieces of content that you do, videos or what have you, chop them down to smaller forms and use them on the Instagram, on the Twitter, or even include it in your email. And that's a good way to extend all of these ideas into more than just one place. So you don't have to just say, hey, I created that one piece of content and now it's there and I can't do anything else with it. And I have to say that A lot of these have to do with video, and here's the reason why. Video, we've been talking about video for a long time, and I get emails all the time from people who say, Bruce, I hear you talk about video, uh, but I'm still just not doing it. And it's it's a couple factors. They're hesitant to get on video because they're afraid or they're nervous, and they don't want to really produce a video because they don't want to seem like they they look weird, I guess. I don't know. But if you're nervous, you're going to look nervous on camera. But guess what? The more you do it, the less nervous you're going to look. And no one's going to go back. If they find your video and you produce video for uh, an extended period of time, I mean more than just like three videos. Like if you say, I'm going to produce one video a week for six months, that six-month mark, your video is going to look much, much better than that number one video you produced. And I can almost guarantee you that nobody who sees that six-month video is going to go back and look at that one video, the number one video you made, and say, wow, 
that was horrible. They should have never made videos. They're going to look at that six-month video and be like, hey, good. They're on video. They're not even going to really notice it. They're not even going to notice if you're real nervous or if you're uh, if you don't look exactly comfortable. As long as the content is good and it relates to them, that's what they're going to focus on. So get in front of the camera, make some videos, and just do it. So number one is to give us a tour. Give us a tour of your place. You know, Start at the front door, kind of have you or one of your staff walk us through the process of getting in the front door, walk us through the kitchen, and just give us an overall tour of what it's like to be in your facility. It could be from the parking lot. It could be from the front door. And that this could be a couple different videos, right? It could just be like, hey, check us out. Or you, you could be introducing yourself and your staff to the front at the front entrance. Or you can even walk us through the kitchen. And while you're walking us through the kitchen, obviously, you have to make sure that it's clean and looks good. But you can introduce us to some people who are working. And that's a great way to kind of show us what your facility looks like. And if we've never been there, we maybe get a little bit more comfortable because when we do come in for the first time, we'll understand what to do. You know, sometimes you get to these restaurants and they have uh, different entrance points or they're not exactly, you know, where you pull up right to the front door and you can see where everything is. It's kind of quirky. And if you have an old building that's not exactly set up for a restaurant, uh, maybe there's some... Uh, unique ways of maneuvering around your facility. So if you introduce us to the front of your building and show us how what it looks like when we walk in the front door and introduce us to some people and some things, uh, that's a great video. And then you can break that down into smaller pieces and use on social media. So number one is just to give us an introduction to your place, who you are and where you're located. The second one can very much be made into many different forms of content. It could be video or it could be just photos, right? And it's to introduce us to your team. Nothing gets people familiar with your business like seeing a face or putting a face behind the phone call or the delivery driver, right? Especially if you're a delivery restaurant or the wait staff, right? There's no, there's no way to make someone feel comfortable than to see a face that they recognize. So if you're going to introduce yourself and your business, you should also introduce your staff to the customers because when they do see you online, whether that be on Instagram or an email or on Facebook, and then they come into your place or you go to their house, they're going to recognize that person because they've seen them online because you've introduced them to the area. And by doing that, they're going to get more comfortable with you. And when people are more comfortable with a the business, they order from that business more. It's almost like you know them, so why wouldn't you go there? So introducing yourself, introducing your staff, and it doesn't have to be on video. If some of your staff isn't comfortable on video or doesn't want to be on video, don't make them. But maybe that's an opportunity to take a photo, and it doesn't have to be a photo of them staring at the camera awkwardly. It could be a photo of them working, but it has to be where you could at least recognize them if you saw that photo and then saw it later on somewhere else or saw them later on somewhere else. So introduce us. Number two is introduce us to who works in your place? Let us get to know them. The next thing, number three, is to run contests and mix it up a little bit. Don't do the same contest every week over and over and over again and, and use different platforms. Run it on Instagram one week. Run it on Facebook one week. Run it on your email one week or Twitter, whatever your platform is that you're using. Run contests. Ask people for their favorite pizzas, right? What is your favorite XYZ pizzeria pizza? Anybody who comments below has a chance to win right? You can still do comment, like, like our page. The only thing you can't do for contests as a barrier to entry is to share and tag somebody. Everything else is on the table. So whatever contest you want to run, whatever funky idea you have, or 
uh, photo option you want them to do. Maybe it's take a photo with our pizza, tag us in the comments on Instagram, and anybody who does that by Tuesday at 10 p.m. is going to be entered into our free pizza drawing. Now, you can tag people on Instagram. That's totally legal. The only place you can't do it is on Facebook. Um, but you can on Facebook say, hey, take a picture of us with your with our pizza. Leave it as a comment below. And anybody who does that by Wednesday at 10 p.m. is going to be entered into our contest. Now, there's so many other things that you can do. Ask your team and brainstorm some creative ways. The things about the millennials, and I hate that term, but the younger generation is they're pretty creative. So if you say, hey, team, we need to come up with some ideas for contests that we can do on Facebook and Instagram. Let's brainstorm some ideas. Everybody come up with at least three. And if there's 10 of you, that'll be 30 different ideas that you can write. And if you do one a week, every week, that's a long time or a lot of weeks worth of content that you can produce. And the cool thing about contests is it gets people engaged with your social, right? If you run contests on Facebook or on Instagram, they engage with that. They comment, they like it, they share it, they tag someone. And that sends a social signal to your profiles that, hey, this person is engaged with our content. Next time we post something, whether that be, even if it's just a video or a photo and we're not asking for anything, you're gonna get the at bat to have it go into their feed. So that's number three is run contests. All right, moving on. Number four is to ask questions. This is another way to get great engagement. Uh, even in your emails, like a lot of people send out emails and they don't send out emails as a way to engage with that customer. They just It's a, just a one-way message. Social, social media is a two-way street. You want to be able to interact with your audience. And you know, some days are good and some days aren't so good time-wise. So be strategic on when you ask these questions. Don't ask questions on a Friday night at five o'clock if you know that you're not gonna be able to uh, be by your phone or by your computer to actually answer those questions of the consumers who responded to that post. Uh, do it strategically. Do it on a Monday or a Tuesday when it's not so busy and you do have the time. Or if you are planning on doing it on a Friday, make sure that you schedule someone specifically to answer or respond to those comments or questions. Um, but questions is a great way to build engagement and to another, another again, to get people to engage with your Facebook posts or your Instagram posts, and the algorithm totally goes on engagement. Engagement goes a long way. When it comes to how much uh, your message is going to be seen by the people who follow you on those social platforms, uh, you know, com likes are okay. I mean, obviously, likes are good. Comments are great. Shares are even better. So the more you can get people to do those other two things rather than just a like, uh, the more likely they'll see that content from you in the future. And if you do this consistently week after week, before you know it, you won't have to spend as much money later. If you spend a lot of money in the beginning to build engagement on your pages, you know, two or three weeks later, you won't have to spend as much money, but you've spent that upfront to get engagement, not just clicks to your website or to online ordering. And then that's just later on how much more people will see your post because you've built that engagement up upfront. So ask questions. And another thing, in your emails, and if anybody's out there listening who has ever emailed me, I always ask a question in my emails back to you. I, I usually, you don't shoot me an email, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com, ask me a question or anything. And I always respond with the either the answer to that or, you know, whatever you ask me. And then I always ask you a question. Hey, what are you doing? Tell me about your shop. How long have you been doing it for? Because I, I want to build that conversation and I want to move that conversation forward. I don't want to just respond and end it there. So ask, even in your emails, ask a question. Hey, this is 20% off this week. 
Uh, you have to order Friday night, whatever, whatever your coupon is. And then at the end, say, hey, P.S., how did you find us? Or why did you sign up for this email list? Or what are you looking to get out of this email? Ask a question. Uh, you know, if you have a, an email list of a few thousand people, you're going to get some responses. And every response that you can get from a customer is a good place to start when it comes to engagement and moving your business forward. This is one that we've talked about for a long time. If you do run contests, you know, free pizza giveaways, create a video. Create a short video of you or somebody on your team or staff announcing the winner on video. It's very easy to just type up a post and say, hey, you won. Here's the post or include it in an email. But it just makes it that much more special if you take the time to have someone create a video and then you can use that video on every platform. You can link to it in your email. You can put it on Facebook. You can put it on Instagram, Twitter. You can do it on Snapchat now. With You, you can do a... A longer video on Snapchat now because you don't have to stop every 10 seconds. You just hold it down. And yeah, you have to click through, but you can make a 60-second video on Snapchat, and it seems pretty seamless. So create videos for any winners or any announcements that you have. Great way to get engagement and a great way to get people to know you through video and build that relationship virtually. And that's what we're trying to do here. Number six, ask for feedback. Okay, you want to come up with a new pizza idea or you want to have a new dish or a new entree, uh, your customers are a great place to start with that. There's many, many, many people who visit your establishment and you should always be asking them for feedback from what they would like you to do. Now, don't take that as you should be trying to please everybody. Maybe you come up with three ideas of something that you want to create or something new you want to have. Maybe it's a new pizza or a new dish and come up with three different ideas, right? Then ask the customers on social for feedback, right? Take a poll and the winner wins. Now, I wouldn't go and say, hey, what do you want to see from us? Because then you're going to get 20,000 responses from 20,000 different people. And it's going to be very overwhelming and hard to sift through. Then you end up, you're going to end up doing nothing. So what I would do is if you want to add a new menu item to your dish, uh, to your menu, or create something different in your in your business, Come up with a couple different ideas, and then once you narrow it down to three, then you go to your customers and ask them for feedback. And that's another great way to build engagement on your page. So asking for feedback for something that you want to do in your business, awesome content idea. And that could be forever. That could be you could do that every week. You know, there's a lot of different ideas you can do there. And it doesn't just it's not just ended at one. Number six, I think this is, is to introduce us to some different menu ideas. You know, a lot of people post their pizzas or their dishes or their main entrees onto Facebook, but they don't introduce us to desserts or they don't introduce us to their gluten-free items or any specialty item that you may have. You may just put it on your menu and it's on your website and you assume people know it, but create a short video, introduce us to that item or talk about why it's different than the regular menu items you have on your regular menu or why you added it. Maybe you added it because there was a customer out there who was gluten sensitive and you said, hey, we need to come up with some sort of option for people who are gluten sensitive and announce that to your social following. And by doing that, maybe you'll get a few new customers who had no clue that you'd offer that because they went to you before and you didn't have it. And they didn't gotta go, they're not gonna go to your website unless there's a reason to. So they didn't go to your website or get a menu from you to see if you had a gluten-free option. And now they saw that, and hey, now you can go there. So coming up with ideas or videos or photos of new menu items or not the regular same old item that you always show is a great content idea. Because yes, is a small part of your 
customer base who is gluten sensitive or whatever the case may be, but they're still out there and it's still content. And you never know who's looking at that post or watching that video that knows somebody that has that sensitivity that will show them that. And then you get a new customer from that. Now, this is number seven, I believe. And this is a one that has so many endless possibilities of content creation ideas that you can do in just in this one idea. And it's to show us how you make things. Now, there's a few Instagram accounts out there and they're very, very popular. And all they do is show you how things are made. And they, it's a, it obviously has to be done in 60 seconds or less because uh, Instagram video is 60 seconds or less. But it's looking down on that particular item. And it's just a time lapse of how they make it. Like they don't, you don't have to introduce every single ingredient. You don't have to introduce, show us the exact amounts. Maybe you can put that as a blog post on your website and have people go there later. But if you show us how you make your supreme pizza, if it's a lot of toppings, like show us the process, right? Have somebody on your team who's good with video, video you, and then chop that down to a 60 second clip so they can see it getting made. Now you could do this for every single item on your menu. And then that's a good way to not only get customers to know what's on each individual item, but it could be some sort of training thing too. You could use it for two things. You could use it to show customers um, with the post-production video and the pre one where you do show the ingredients and how it's made. You can use that as a training video. So you almost get two types of content out of this one idea. And there's literally hundreds of videos that you can make with each one of these, uh, each one of the things on your menu. So short videos about how you make specific menu items, each pizza, each sandwich, each entree, each dessert, all of that could be a 60 second video. And those are great on Facebook and Instagram and any other platform or even to put them in your email. These are all good for all of those things. The next thing is if you do do events or donations, show that. You know, a lot of us donate, when, especially when you're in the restaurant, space, you do get bombarded with donation requests and you try to please everybody, right? You want to give away food. You want to try to help every single person that comes into your establishment because for the most part, they are trying to help people and do good things in the community. And as a business owner, you want to be able to help them. And sometimes you just can't because you've just donated to somebody else. If you show transparently who you're donating to and the you know local programs or events that you do sponsor and show that on social, people will see that, listen, this, these people donate a lot. And that's a lot because sometimes it can be a couple times a month where people come to you, especially during the holiday times. So I would take a picture of that, take a picture of the person asking you or have someone say, listen, I'll donate a gift card or we'll supply the food, but we want a few photos of the event so we can share that on our social afterwards. And they'll send you some photos or tag you on some, and then you can share that on your social media as well, or even in your email. And then your folks who follow you, your customers or fans, maybe you just have fans and they're not customers yet and then you're trying to convince them, will see that you do do donations. And then if you do have to say no once in a while, they won't say, oh, they said no, they don't donate anything. They can see that you just donated yesterday to the local Boy Scouts or the local softball team and you just happen to be in a spot where you can't help them today. So we'll help you out on two regards, help you to show the community that you do support the community. And if you do happen to have to say no because you're running low on funds or it's a small, tight week for you, you won't get the backlash of, oh, they don't donate to anybody. So showing that, make sure that if you ever donate to anything or anyone, you get some sort of photo or video or something back from them from that event so that you can share it on your marketing 
All right, I think this is the last one. I think I did 10. This is number 10, is to show your team meetings and employee get-together. So if you have employee parties or you have team meetings, maybe it's every morning you meet together. Now, you don't have to show us every single meeting, but to take a, to take a photo or a quick video, and maybe this is more of a photo play here, of the whole team together organizing, getting ready for the night, it shows that you're part of a team and you're trying hard, right? If you, You're going to spend some extra time going over your menu, going over your training process, going over how your system works with your team, and then you show your folks, your, your customers that. It shows them that you take your job seriously. And I'm not saying that if you don't do that, you're not taking your job seriously, but it goes together with the branding. The culture and the branding go together. We just did an interview the other day with Rudy Mick, and he says they go together. The reason that people come to you is, yes, your branding can be great. You can have a great logo. You can have great branding. The colors look good. Your food could be good. But if they come in and the experience is bad, then that branding doesn't matter. Because if they have a bad experience, they're probably not going to come back. And if they do, it's probably going to be a little skeptical whether they're going to come back or not. So it all goes together. And if you can show that you take it seriously and every week you meet with your team, when someone does have a bad experience, they realize that, hey, that was just a one-time thing. I know they work hard. I see that they, they meet, have team meetings every week, and they really are trying to build not only a good brand but a good culture and help their employees grow. And I think that by being transparent and showing that to your customers is a great way to build your brand and your culture inside of your kitchen. So I hope you got a lot of those. Those are 10 content ideas that I think you should use. And we use those in our social advertising digital agency over here at Smart Pizza Marketing. Uh, those are the concepts that we use and the philosophies that we use for using uh, or building people's social followings. Uh, we do do all of those things. And as much as we can, you know, a lot of the customers that we have or the clients that we work with don't love doing videos, so sometimes there's a little arm twisting that goes into that, and it's a longer-term play. But if you're out there and you're comfortable in front of video, you have a huge advantage over the other people in your area because other people in your area can steal your coupons or copy your menu, but they can't copy you, and they can't copy your team, and they can't copy the business that you've built. And if you can use video to show that, you're going to so much stand out in the crowd that even if you do it for a while and they see that it's working for you and they try to copy that, it's going to take them so much longer to catch up. And I think you just need to start. Be comfortable with it being uncomfortable. And the more that you're, unco you're comfortable with being uncomfortable, the faster you'll grow and the better that your digital advertising and digital media will do, right? It's not a menu. It's not a flyer. It's not a postcard. It's different. It's social media. It's about being social and putting yourself out there and communicating with your customers and building those relationships the same way that you build a relationship with that customer that comes in every Friday night, whatever it is, every Friday night they come in and you talk to them and they come in because they know you and they've been coming in for 20 years. You can do that same exact thing with social if you use some of these 10 ideas that we just laid out on this podcast episode. All right, if you need help with your marketing, you know, maybe you you're, you need help with your content ideas or the creation or the implementation of that or the advertising part, uh, we can help you with that. Smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash, I think it's work with us, or just go to smartpizzamarketing.com actually forward slash zip. That's what it is because uh, we only work with one pizzeria per zip code, and a lot of them are filled up already. So if you're listening to this later on, 
you're probably better off going to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. It'll ask you for your name, your email, your zip code, and then somebody will get back to you and let you know if your zip code is available. And then we can hop on a call and tell you exactly what the plan is and go over your business. It's a whole process. We really have to look at your your Facebook page, your, your social media, uh, your website, and really see what you've been trying to do. And then talk to you on the phone and then come up with a strategic plan moving forward of what you want to do. Do you want to build a following? Do you want to build sales? And then come up with a plan and then start executing it. So smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. If you missed any of our podcast episodes in the past, we take all the show notes for you and log them all over at smartpizzamarketing.com. Just go there and then hit the podcast button up the top. Or if you know the specific guest or episode number you want to listen to, there's a search bar at the top there. You can just plug it in there and it'll bring you right to that specific one. Uh, but you should definitely also join us on Tuesday nights. Every Tuesday night, we do a live show at 8 p.m. over on Facebook. And that's where we have some of these guests on that we've had in the past. And it's your opportunity to come on with us and ask them questions live. And they take their time out of their night to come on and bring you some live interaction. And if you have questions, whether that be for Donald Burns or Mike Canino or Rudy or any of the entrepreneurs that we've had on in the past, it's a great place to come on and ask them questions live. Whatever question you listen, if you've listened to a past episode and we have that guest on in the future and you say, hey, I want to ask him how you did it, that's your shot. That's your chance to ask them. And maybe you can take that offline later and meet up with them and get some more information out of them. But it's a great place to start. So join us Tuesday nights, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, every Tuesday night. Uh, and, you know, come have a little fun, talk a little bit of pizza, business, marketing, all of that good stuff. If you're on Twitter, I am at Irving Media. Follow me on Instagram at Smart Pizza Marketing and also on Facebook, Smart Pizza Marketing. All right, guys, if you have a question, my email is Bruce at SmartPizzaMarketing.com. I'm sure by now you're sick of me talking. So that's going to be it for this episode of the podcast. Hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week.